Hey everybody, this is Alex here again to welcome you to Soul Story. Thank you for giving us a listen. We are starting out our podcast with a week full of not only scene setting, but player interviews as well. We are doing this so you can get to know us as we get to know you. It was my pleasure to sit down with our fourth and final player, Robert, aka Moose. So, hey, I'm Alex. I'm Moose. And we're doing a Moose interview today. Moose interview. <laughs> so let's just get, get right into it, buddy. Let's um, start out with how do we know each other? Oh, man. Many battles. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. The war. Uh, the war. <laughs> uh, the girls. The, the girls. The girls. Um, lifelong friends. Then you came. I still... We'll say it every time. I feel like I've known you and the girls a lot longer than I have. I guess technically I knew Chris a long as I knew you and, and Kayla. But yeah. it still feels like it's been a lifetime in a good way. Not the, oh my god. Oh my god. Which is good because we spend a lot of time. A lot together. of time. <laughs> a lot of time. <laughs> Most of the week. It's normal. It's healthy. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Let's not talk about it. But so you, you don't listen to podcasts. Nope. So why the fuck you doing this, buddy? Um, because I'm addicted to Malifaux. Mm-hmm. It's okay. I have a problem. Mm-hmm. I admit it. First step. Um, and I like to roleplay. I have a problem. I'm admitting <laughs> it. Uh, how, how many games are you in right now? <laughs> Including this one. One, two, three, four. Yeah. Four whole. Four whole goody two shoes <laughs> roleplaying. Goody two shoes? No, definitely not. There's a lot of TPKs. It's fine. As far as I know, I'm the only one that's TPKed us. Yeah. It was worth it. Uh, Shrug emoji. (laughs) I could be described in one emoji. It definitely would be shrug emoji. I don't know what you want from me. I didn't beg, I don't think. But I I definitely was really hoping you joined because we do spend a lot of time together. And I was like, hey, what a cool role player. And here you are. Being a cool role player. So you said you're addicted to Malifaux and stuff, but like, how long have you been gaming? Um, well... I am an Elder Dragon. You are an Elder Dragon. So, before recorded history. Mm. (laughs) uh, Ah, Yes. Really the better part, if we're going to count Mm role-playing, the better part of a decade and a half. Okay. um, Started with Mm AD&D. That was super cool. Um, I made up my own rules because Mm -hmm. math was hard. Um, Still is. Still is. It's fine. Uh, (laughs) We didn't agree to role-play for Uh, math. (laughs) Uh, not so bad at math anymore. That's okay. Ma- uh, growth. D&D helps with that. It does. Yeah. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah. So better part of, I have like 15 years. Well, mm-hmm. give or take 15 years. So 10, 15 years. That's got to mean you've seen some awesome gaming fuck-ups. Yeah. What has been your favorite own personal gaming fuck-up? Well, um, from a dungeon master or game master side. <laughs> Having my very first dungeon crawl in a wonderful, beautifully, not really, designed hedge maze, (laughs) Um, my party of heroes, uh, one of them being able to turn invisible when she got naked, another had time-traveling nipples, they all descended into my maze, they had some laughs, I set up some traps, they passed it, they got to their first treasure room, and I found I did not make any treasure for them. So, first thing that popped in my head... You're going to find a bag of testicles. They're moldy. Have fun with that. And yes, they kept that bag of moldy testicles through the entire campaign. Sounds like every adventuring party I know. Because when you get an item, you never use it. You never use it. You forget you have it. Yep. 
Oh, but they never forgot. Oh, but they, so they definitely remember. They tried to pawn that bag off on <laughs> so many different merchants. It was great. Why did, did they, were they just like good at lying? Like, were they just like, here, take these balls? Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> like, here, have these magical spores. And someone's like, that smells rancid. And they're like, it's what it does. And they're like, I'll give you a gold. And they're like, no. <laughs> what did they want for it? Uh, they wanted a lot. Oh. I mean, they were found in a hedge maze. They're clearly magical. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, okay. That's good. So I'm guessing your pro tip for DMs is have gear ready or at least a book ready. Have something. Have, you know, or be really good at flying by the seat of your pants. It's a skill that's learned. Mm-hmm. And then you're just like, cool, you find this thing. And then when your players ask you what it is, you're like, you'll find out later. Or you hand them a box that they can't open. Then you can give them the key later. Okay, so what about gaming superstitions? I know some people like myself have like dice gaming superstitions. I think it was Benji who said that he had, uh, like, has to be a certain player in a certain spot on his couch with his remote. Like, there's there's superstitions out there. What's your thing? Uh, first and foremost, I never recycle trading card sleeves. If they go on a deck and that deck of whatever it is, whether it be ye old Magic the Gathering or Yu-Gi-Oh! Pokemon, they live in those sleeves forever. If I take, if the deck gets dismantled, the sleeves go away and I buy brand new ones. Yes. Because you don't, you don't mix the mojos. No, you don't. Um, I also have a, due to my, uh, wonderful character Rashad, I have a set of die that only can be rolled when I'm either the DM or as acting as Rashad. Wow. Okay. Cause I definitely have the DM role, but I like the merging of the two. It's yeah. Ever since playing my, my lovely Rashad in a lovely murder party, these die are now cursed. Oh no. Um, I tried to roll them. When I was a player in mm-hmm. one of my games, and I rolled so poorly that I put them back in the bag. Then, in a most recent campaign, uh, actually, our m- Monday oh, game, yeah. I rolled them as a DM, and I'm like, oh, uh, oh, uh, oh. <laughs> and so now I believe that because I am forever Rashad, yeah. it's just when I'm DMing, I am Rashad, and mm-hmm. I need to roll this dice. Do you want to share with us, Rashad, or do you want to save that for later? Oh, Rashad. Oh, Rashad. Such a, such a beautiful character, and it's disgusting how much he appears in everything. <laughs> um, that's all I'll give you, folks. That's just enough to wet your wet your palates, and I'm not gonna tell you more. Plenty hard to get. I just I have to second the fact that Rashad gets everywhere. <laughs> He's just everywhere. He's just everywhere. <laughs> it doesn't matter the campaign we're playing. At some point, one of us will be like, "Oh, hey, Rashad." And we're like, "Well." <laughs> Well, shrug you're emoji. Not wrong. <laughs> Let's see what's my next question. Oh yeah, hey, tell me about what uh, your muggle life is. What do you do when you're not recording with me or the four games you're playing? Um, I work. I oh. work a lot. Uh, yep, that's cool. Adulting, mm-hmm. Adulting. love it, mm-hmm. hate it. Mm-hmm. It's cool. It's fine. It's fine. Um, I you know, ye old nerd stuff. I play some video games. I'm diving headfirst into professional cosplaying. Mm-hmm. That's super cool. Um, I paint a lot of miniatures, so. Some of your stuff has been, or you're at least on the weird forums, right? Yes. And so you post your stuff up there? Yes, most of it actually gets posted to my Instagram, oh. which if you wish to follow me, podcast mm-hmm. listeners, yes. you can follow me at Musifo on Instagram. How do you spell that? That is M-O-O-S-E-Y-F-A-U-X. Also on Twitter, under the same handle. Oh, hey, weird. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, so that's all I really had for your general questions. I'm going to move on to some personal questions oh. went my whistle <laughs> uh yeah so tell me about how you got into malifaux 
Well, uh, it was a friend's husband showed me the Showgirls crew, also known as Colette's crew, back in the original pewter minis, and I fell in love. I have a strong draw to the circus, to performing, to cabaret, to that whole sort of shenanigan. And then I saw these beautiful little miniatures that I wanted to put my grimy mitts all over and make them look as beautiful as I could by dipping them in paint and making them terrible at first, but now it's much better. Um, Then I bought my very first rule book and I got immersed into these stories and the saga of these characters and just the whole world was something that I could be encapsulated in and really enjoy. Awesome. Was it Malifaux that got you into painting figurines then? Yes. I dabbled in some, you know, original Reapers, things like that, but it was never something enough to really just draw me in and get me there for hours. But my very first Malifaux crew, you bet, from cleaning to priming to painting to basing to finishing, Mm -hmm. yeah, it was like 30 plus hours. And they still look like garbage. It's fun. Well, so what do you like about the craft or what makes it worth the 30 hours? Like, What is it that... But why are you so passionate about painting figurines? Uh, it's just a moment of clarity, de-stressing. It's what do I, I, it's just like I have a problem with, you know, alts. That's really what in any video game, in any role-playing game, I always have someone on the back burner. I'm always ready. Mm-hmm. And it was just, I could come up with these little minis and I'm like, what's your story? Hey, you, what's you going to do? Let's find out. <laughs> And it was really great. It was just a great way for me to express an artistic need and then have something utilitarian in for as many role-playing games as I have. Mm -hmm. I now have little characters to use. I love drawing maps for games, things like that. What is your favorite Malifaux faction? Resurrectionist. Resurrectionist. Oh my god. God. (laughs) Resurrectionist. There it is. Nailed it. Nailed First it. try. Got it. It's all right. I'll cut out everything else. Sweet. Editing. So it'll just be this really pronounced. <laughs> I, I, of course, now I'm going to Resurrectionist. Resurrectionist. Yep. Why do you like the Resurrectionists? Because they have great, just torrid love affairs with this plane of Malifaux. Certain characters like Seamus just go willy-nilly and doing what they want. It, they are just colorful. They exist outside the the law the everything else um, when you get into people like mcmorning and just how complex he is with this charade of being a guild doctor but like this scheming little frankenstein behind the the scenes wanting to stitch together you know dead dogs and dead people and then dead people dogs it's great um they just had really easy characters for me to love second i mean their fr- second favorite are the arcanists and they have some good characters too but i mean i love me my dead things was your love for necromancy before malifaux or after malifaux it was mm, after actually Hmm. good to know i never never even thought about it but i definitely think necromancy as like a fewer a sim Here's one of your character tropes. <laughs> necromancy. necromancy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's on your That's tree me. tree. <laughs> it's fine. Necromancy plus one. I, as you were describing the Resurrectionist, I was like, oh, I bet. I bet this is where it started. I'm glad I was right. What's your favorite crew? Is your favorite crew a part of the Resurrectionist? Is it a different crew? It's a different crew, uh-huh. actually. It's We're going back to Miss Colette Dubois. Dubois. And her Star Theater gang. Mm-hmm. But scratch that, and we're going to make it Mr. Cooper. 
Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Cooper and his dark circus can wet me wherever they think. <laughs> oh. What does that even mean? <sighs> I don't even know. Like my words just turn into like babble. When I when I first saw that crew and it took me so long to get my hands on it and just the fluff of this carnival that steals children to give to demons. Like, what are they doing with them? Are they eating them? Are they turning them into more demons? We don't know. Are they changeling children now? Meh. But I just absolutely adore it. I I know you used them in the the first campaign I played with you, Malifaux, and I think that's when I fell in love with Malifaux. I was enjoying the the intro and the a little bit of the guild work we did and some of the travel, but like the first meat of the story was this carnival. And I'm such a sucker. I love me some dark circus shit. That was actually part of the moment, too. It was like, mm, my people, right here. Like, the amount of love and passion you put into this this story moment and seeing a mannequin fall from the Ferris wheel that really wasn't a mannequin? No. No. <laughs> and, oh, I was so I was so bummed when the carnival was done. Cause I was like, I could have spent weeks here, do, like, looking at different stuff. And I, there's no way we could have done weeks there at all. Oh, think. no. There could oh, have oh. been weeks there. But I catered to the rest of the group and not me. Oh, that's Because I would have spent at least three sessions there. Don't worry. Well, I'm trying to think because we had the big circus. We had getting lost in the hall of, of mirrors. And then there was mm-hmm. a fortune teller. Um, you had all the carnival games and rides. You didn't spend a whole lot of time in the big top. Mm-hmm. Like, you had Clown Town we could have gone to. Oh, that's right. There's a lot of places. I truthfully mm-hmm. drew from a an old World of Darkness module mm-hmm. that was the midnight circus which was a uh graphic novel series mm-hmm. called uh, i believe it was the night stalkers or something else like that but um world of darkness adapted it into a playable module and i have run that campaign for almost every one of my friends i've had them drawn in and they play themselves oh that's really cool through this world and just seeing what they experience and mm-hmm. i mean we are people not heroes so our stats aren't always as good as we want but i really drew from my love of that and my experience with that module and brought it into Malifaux so we could have a more enjoyable, more fleshed out experience mm-hmm. for everyone to kind of get that, you know, the sight, sound, smells sort of thing. Cool. And kill kids. And kill that's, kids. That's cool. That's the latest hobby. Killing yep. kids. Killing kids. That's what I do. Normal everyday stuff. Everyday <laughs> things. We got faction, we got your crew. And since I know if you could have a passionate love affair with this, what is your favorite character? Not that you'd have a passionate thing for the character, just what's your favorite character? Mm. It would be Miss Dubois. She has, especially with the new release of Malifaux Second Edition, they've gone through just this deepening of who she is at her core. Um, there's an entire scene where it depicts that she is getting older, and mm-hmm. she sees like a few crow's feet happening, and like she's not like this super youthful spry thing as she was, you know, so many years ago. Mm-hmm. And that was so humbling to read this passage and this character that I followed from the first books, who I was so in love with when I saw her miniatures and everything else, just to come to this realization that, oh my God, like in this world, she's human. In mm-hmm. this world, she will die. I, I think one of the coolest things what makes Malifaux stand out particularly is that it's a growing story it's mm-hmm. not stagnant where even think D&D there's moments there's events that happen but I feel like it doesn't even compare that this is a constantly evolving story where you told me that characters can die off and then they're not making that miniature anymore they're mm-hmm. not making any, uh, yeah, a, any just, new rules for it it's just yep. like hey that's they're, they're, they're dead done. they're gone and I think that's very unique 
I like to think I know a lot of RPGs. Maybe there's other ones that do that, but taking from a war strategy top or tabletop kind of game to a RPG, it just seems, I won't say seamless. There's been a lot of janky no, no, rules. No, no, no. I think Malifo just really stands out in itself. What has been your favorite Malifo moment? Whether, um, I guess you've literally only DM'd up to this point, right? I have. Favorite Malifo moment was in my original campaign which you only got to be a part of for a short while, Mm -hmm. was the betrayal of an NPC to the rest of the party. He was a, not necessarily a bad character, but someone with a curse, someone with a vendetta. And it so happens that my players played exactly into my hands so I could set the story up for that arc. Mm -hmm. And the sheer emotion that erupted from my players was amazing. You got a little emotional there when I was. Oh, it's it. It was so good. It it's just, and then his his final moments with another one of our players, and that like watching her cry again because of the same character. I'm like, your tears sustain me. <laughs> I'd say you're cruel, but I think that just really goes to tell the kind of DM you are, and that you're able to craft a story that holes that kind of emotional response they also know it didn't just affect her it also affected other people at the group because it's something they still talk about and i'm sure it's something they will talk about forever so moving away from our malifo fun well, do you have any other hobbies uh miniature painting mm-hmm. photography mm-hmm. playing with my doge doge doges oh that's right you do have two i do have two one plays less than the other well, she's um, old. she is old she is also an elder dragon she is also um yeah that's pretty normal stuff I hate winter, so mm-hmm. I'm glad that it's finally ending, maybe. Mm-hmm. We don't know. It'll be ended by it, this time, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Um, People who don't live in Montana. Although, I guess the whole country's experienced a real yeah, it's weird... Winter just won't let us go. Mm-hmm. I mean, welcome. Quick pause, guys. Uh, we had an audio mishap when we recorded Moose's interview. So in this upcoming time capsule section, Moose is actually pretty quiet. Um, we did our best, but sorry for the inconvenience. Time capsule time! Yay, time capsule! So what do you expect will happen in this game? Well, uh, to put it bluntly, we will see a character's gruesome demise. I foresee one of the player characters dying in a very terrible way. Who? Who do you think it's going to be? Well, given stage zero, Mm -hmm. I have a very strong suspicion our poor, fated Bam Bam will find the gracious gift of death. What uh, What are you looking forward to? I am looking forward to playing a mature, aged character. Um, getting to play in a game rather than running it, truthfully. Uh, I really like Stage Zero. It's nice to play in a world that I have only ever DM'd. No one has ever taken this plunge into DMing a game. It's always been my, my love child. Um, but I am very excited to play this older, wiser character that isn't, you know, the Superman or the beautiful teenage love interest. He's just going to be a supporting character that has a lot to say and doesn't really make some kind of uneducated decisions. Who is also not a lone wolf or out for himself or any of the other tropes that I'm the hero, I'm gonna save the princess. Fuck the other people. <laughs> me and only me. Me and only me. All the loot are belong to me. What um 
What do you think your character will achieve? He will find his purpose in his death. Oh. So you think he's going to die? I do believe he will die. Maybe not season one. Mm -hmm. But um, truthfully, the answer to this question was he'll find his purpose before he dies. But I don't think he'll find it until that moment that he dies. I don't see him as a character that is going to think about his death much. But he's going to look so hard for his purpose, he's not going to see it until the very end. Like, oh, oh man, it was right there. Like that, either he will have accomplished it, Mm -hmm. or maybe he won't. But I, I do see him coming to that realization at the very end. He's going to be kind of blinded by his pursuits. Okay. Lightning round. You ready? Okay, let's go. Uh, favorite RPG system? World of Darkness. Favorite horror movie? Uh, butts. Conjuring, go. What was that? The Conjuring. Thank you. Uh, favorite suit of cards? Oh, hearts. Hearts. <laughs> uh, favorite gaming food? Gaming food nugs. Favorite season? Spring. Lavender or rose? Lavender. Lavender. And what about a favorite monster in an RPG? Favorite monster in an RPG would definitely be the gelatinous cube from uh, D&D. Yes. Classic. Be- <laughs> because you don't want to fuck with that. No, 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 no. Favorite movie genre? Horror. Oh, weird. Well, that came out nice and easy. Uh, tea or coffee? Tea. And then, do you like pina coladas? And getting caught in the rain. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, Moose, it was so good hanging out with you. You know, like I always do. Always. I say always. It's not quite hyperbole. <laughs> and um, It happens. I really look forward to see what, what, how this game goes. Yeah. And thanks for being here. Stay foxy, folks. Hey.